Yo, today's podcast is brought to you by LootCrate.com. Save 10% on any new subscription at www.trylootcrate.com forward slash the hip hop rejects. Enter promo code BRIDGE10 for your 10% savings. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm every day I'm every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. Think you're fucking with, I'm the fucking boss. Say I'm 45, white on white, that's fucking Ross. I cut them wide, I cut them long, I cut them fat. I keep them coming back, we keep them coming back. I'm in the distribution, I'm like Atlantic. I got the motherfuckers flying across the Atlantic. I know Pablo, Noriega, the real Noriega. He owe me a hundred favors. I ain't petty, nigga. We buy the whole thing. See, most of my niggas really still deal cocaine. My roof back, roof back. My money ride. I'm on the pedal, show you what I'm running like. When they snatch black, I cry for a hundred nights. He got a hundred bodies serving a hundred lights. Every day I'm hustling. 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 Steel cars, but we deal hard. Whip it real hard. Whip it, whip it real hard. I call the charge. I call the charge. Whip it real hard. Whip it, whip it real hard. Ain't by no funny shit. Steal bitches and business. I'm on my money shit. Still whipping them beans. Major League, who catching because I'm pitching? Jose can Seiko just snitching because he being itch. I feed them steroids to strengthen up all my chickens. They flying over Pacifics to be specific. Triple C's, you know it's fact. We hold it set. So nigga gon' rap. Run and tell them that. More cars. More hoes. More clothes. More clothes. Every day I'm hustling. 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 Spend my thrills, custom spinning wheels. I ain't drove in a week, them bitches spinning steel. Talk about me, cause these suckers scared to talk about me. Killers talking about me, it ain't no talk about me. It ain't no walking around me. See all these killers around me, lot of drug dealing around me, going down in Dade County. Don't talk no 22, Magnum cost me 22. Sat it on her 22, birds go for 22. Little mama super thin, she say she 22, she seen them 22, we in room 222. I touch work like I'm convertible birth, birth. I got distribution so I'm converting the work, work. In the M.I.A. Yeah, yo, them niggas rich off, yeah, yo, steady slanging, yeah, yo, my shit be banging, yeah, yo. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every 
Chilling, trying to get this uh whole Bryson Tiller album, man. You know, my favorite torrent site has been seized and shut down. Yeah, man, it's been going on. They've been they taking they've been taking them boys down. But the funny thing about the whole um uh, crazy thing about the whole pirating thing is, man, it's like um uh, it's never really it's not like it's not really a lot of People who own those sites, like the actual people who run those sites, like they're not they're not in the U.S. They're all like they're all overseas. Yeah, it's crazy. But they put all these laws in place in the U.S. about you know how is this, how is that. But it's like shoot, shoot. I don't know of any, um, you know, torn or you know, web hosting or file sharing sites that are based out of the as far as servers go, based out of the United States. They're all over, all overseas and stuff like that. So. Yeah, a lot of U.S. citizens learn, like, a lot of U.S. hackers with sites learn that lesson not the Napster. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, they left that over to the overseas. They got connects overseas, and they have, um, how can I say, um, allegiances overseas. So, they have some connections to them, but not connections where they can be held accountable for the sites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, episode 38 in this thing. Uh, we kicked off the show with, like, we always kick the show off with a track. We kicked it off with uh, Rick Ross hustling. Uh, reason because it is the 10th anniversary of the Port of Miami album. Uh, we're going to get in a little bit more of that uh, later on. Um, before we keep get into things, we want to make sure you guys are hitting up the, our t-shirt shop at shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash the hip hop rejects. And that's going to be hip hop with a hyphen in the middle and rejects with a Z. Uh, make sure you guys stop by our store, check out, uh, some of our new designs. We started a new segment last week called nerve flow. I just made a design, a t-shirt, uh, with that on it. So go swing by and pick up, pick it, pick yourself up a couple shirts, um, take a picture once you receive them. We'll shout you out on the TV, shout you out on the podcast. So, uh, big ups to everybody uh, supporting us through the t shirt shop and every other thing else that we got going on with Hip Hop Rejects. Yo, what you, man, what you doing, man? Read my shirt. I can't read your whole shirt because it's a square in the way of Skype. <laughs> All I see is the what? The force is strong in my family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. That's in what that shirt in, in another nerd flow. Uh, yeah. Uh, quick news. Bad Boys for Life, aka Bad Boy Three, is set to release January 2018, followed by Bad Boys Four, summer 2019. So this is what I'm wondering. So I'm hype about that once I heard about that today. Um, my only thing is like, is the fourth? I know the third one's gonna have Will and Will and Martin in it, but is the fourth one gonna have a minute? That's what I'm wondering. Because you know how the you know the whole storyline of 
I mean, who hadn't seen Bad Boys 2, of course? But um, how the storyline is with the, the second one, you know, Martin's character was looking to retire because, you know, it's, you know, they've been, Mike Lowry been getting him into a whole lot of trouble and he's dangerous. So, you know, he wanted to retire. So I wonder, wonder how it's going to go down. I'm pretty sure it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be, you know, action pack as usual. So this is going to be pretty cool. To, pretty cool to see. I can't wait. <clears throat> yeah, the um, plan for them to do is they're going to shoot Bad Boys 3 and Bad Boys 4 sequentially mm-hmm. and just release them at different dates because, you know, Will Smith has got a lot of stuff on his resume. Right. You know, right. so... And what's holding it up now is that Will Smith recording... I mean, shooting a, another movie at the moment. So, uh, when he finishes with that, they're going to go right into um, making Bad Boys for Life. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, I just hope they don't, they don't do a move like a... Not even a reboot, but like try to introduce two new guys or two younger guys. I hope they don't try to do that. Just leave it with the with the originals and just let it, you know, let them go. Let them go out in a blaze of glory on the fourth one and be done with it. <clears throat> I don't want to see no new new faces to try to take over the franchise or none of that. Just leave it. That let it be Martin and Will. That's that's what we grew up on. So yeah, know how Hollywood likes to change stuff. So, but you know. Yeah. I know when Bad Boys 2 came out, we, like, really wore that movie out. I know man, we, we did. Man, we watched that junk so many times. It was just, um, I I love the movie, but I just, like, got tired of the movie. It was at a, at a certain point, yeah. like, oh, man, well, we ain't got nothing to do. You know, we ain't gonna play the game. Let's watch Bad Boys 2. And then it got to a point where, like, we had wore all the lines out in the movie. Oh, oh yeah. Just life situations was putting you in line in situations where you'd be like, look at your boy, he does something. See, that's that bullshit. That's, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so, but then, you know, after a while, you know, just put some time in between it. So, I, I actually bought the combo DVD with Bad Boys 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, I hadn't seen them in some years. Yeah, I just gave it a day, sat back, watched Bad Boys 1 and 2, and had a good time. <laughs> yeah, man, I can always watch those. Now I can go back to watch them so long back then, man. I can go back and I can go back and watch them a lot more now uh, than I used to and shoot and almost quote scene for scene with the, with, you know, with the major key lines and stuff like that. So, with the, yeah. you know, all the woosah and all of that, man. So, yeah. But, you know, like... You know, great movies when you can quote them line for line. Like, for example, Coming to America, Harlem Nights, you know, pretty much any any early 90s, late 80s, early Murphy, Eddie Murphy movie, you know, uh, mid 90s, because life, we all know life line for line. Oh, yeah, true that. So, I would have liked to see um Eddie and Arsenio get back together later on and they you know like around now come with a nice little comedy yeah me too man you know I don't see like I be seeing that stuff on Facebook like with the um with the different um like movies like I've been seeing posters for like uh like a new coming to America and all the other stuff I wonder is there any truth to that no man that's just you know photoshop People make up some things, you know. You know, wish 
that's just wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I was like, because I'm looking at it, and I, I think it was like a poster for Coming to America. It was like Michael Blackson and uh, it was like some other folks. And they had, it had like Michael Blackson, Kevin Hart, yeah, um, Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, all of them folks in it. Yeah, I mean, it would be cool to see a six shooter. Man, that would probably reinvigorate um, Eddie Murphy's career because he ain't doing nothing. I mean, as far as he ain't been in a movie in a, in a hot minute. <clears throat> shoot, even a shoot, even a bringing back a you know a nutty professor or anything like that would be cool. Nah, I had my field of those. Yeah, I they kind of they, they kind of ran their course. They kind of I think they kind of like because okay, do we have two or do we have three? It was three. Three. Okay, that's what it was. Then they should have they should have spaced them out. So yeah, they shouldn't have ran though because I know yeah, two and three ran like real close together. And then, you know, all the Dr. Doolittles and... Yeah, the only thing that was good with the first. The rest of them went straight to DVD. So, you know, it wasn't... I, I want to see old Eddie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Wait, 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 wait. I, I want that Eddie. I want, I want the funny Eddie. Yeah. But all right, man. Uh, but let's get into some hip-hop topics for this episode. We got a... Uh, DJ Drama and Drake are not on speaking terms. This is uh, kind of like being in relations to the whole Meek Mills and Drake uh, beef that was going on last year. Uh, Drake has been kind of in his feelings because DJ Drama kind of you know, fed him some reference tracks as far as in reference to the beef when it, when it was going on. So Drake hadn't been too too happy about that. I know they, I know they uh, the Breakfast Club interviewed DJ Drama uh, this past week, and he they brought it up about that him him and Drake not speaking, and that was a line that was referenced to him about you know uh, something about he mentioned drama and uh, girl not right now, and he was like um, drama made to come in on the Breakfast Club was saying something on more on the lines of uh, you know I still listen to Drake stuff my girl told me not to listen to it so I'm like I don't know if they just taking like minor digs at one another that's what it seems like. Especially with the comment that Drummer made on the Breakfast Club interview, so I don't know, man. I didn't get a chance to watch that interview yet, but it is on YouTube, and I shall go watch. Yeah, they did like two interviews. I know I watched the most. I watched one before that one. Then it's like it seemed like he came right back on the Breakfast Club, maybe like some weeks after. I think, or oh, either that, either that. I think I watched like a no. I think it was like not that probably maybe like some weeks apart because. There was a interview with drama on it um, some weeks ago that I watched that uh, Envy was in his feelings because he was upset. He was upset at drama for a long time, but drama didn't know nothing about it because drama was, I mean, because Envy was like really giving him like the cold shoulder uh, throughout the entire interview. But Charlemagne was like calling him out. He was like, what's going on between you and drama? And so Envy was like, they kept like just kept kind of messing with him about it, and after a while, he just finally just caved, and he was like, "Look, he was upset. They was, he was primarily upset with drama because uh, with the whole hot '97 beef and everything else, and he felt like you know that drama was taking sides, and he felt like you know, you know, Envy was like, you know, we had your back and all that type of stuff. So, so he's been on he's been on the reference club pretty pretty recently like twice already so and i haven't even seen that whole interview when he talks about the whole drake thing so i gotta i actually gotta catch that one myself to see 
see what else he said about that. Um, some other stuff he said on the interview, he was talking about, uh, kind of brought up mixtapes. Um, with that, he was saying he kind of classifies them as now as, uh, what he calls street albums. Cause you know, artists are going more toward into Apple music and, and Spotify and things like that. Right. Um, do you kind of feel like, uh, as far as the mixtapes, you feel like they is like dying or you feel like it's. As long as you got independent artists, you're going to always have mixtape as far as with the DJs or whatnot. Mm-hmm. It, that may be an art that's dying because, uh, you know, those mixtapes are mostly free. Yeah. So, yeah, he said, then, yeah, because Drummer was saying on that part, he was like, he said it like, he said it more on the lines of, like, the, you know, it's kind of like more like a lot of artists now where in the past, you know, artists uh, coming up kind of needed the DJ to really break in. And now they don't really, you know, they don't really need him as much anymore because, I mean, you got all these. Like I've always, like we always said, man. Like we always said on the show, it's kind of like artists have so many different avenues uh, to get their music out there. Like with digital services, like your Tune Chord and your Reverb Nation, Record Union, stuff like that, where you can just easily just you know drop a single or an album, an EP, or a mixtape on any of those services and drop it on iTunes or anything like that. And shoot, you can make money off a of mixtape, right? So, no, nah, and then same here, yeah. Um, I know he was saying, like, you know, how he felt like, you know, the whole thing with the Gangsta Grills. I know you big fan of Gangsta Grills, so. Yes, um, I th- I'm, honestly, the first Gangsta Grill I ever heard, I probably was late to the party, was Trap or Die with Jeezy. Mm-hmm. And, like, like, this is before it blew up. I went to Atlanta. My cousin was like, yo. There's this cat you got to hear. Like, who is this? He was like, check it out. We ride in the whip. He put it in the CD player. I'm listening. Yo, who is this nigga? Bruh. That is Young Jeezy. This nigga cold. Bring me a copy of that, bruh. Yeah, Came I think, that, yeah, I think that's the first gangster grill I heard too, man. I think that I want to say it is like the first gangster grill I ever heard. Yeah, the like I came back to the Ville bumping it like nobody had it. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, like with the gangster grills, I mean, you know, I I still think a lot of artists should should leverage drama because drama was saying like you know he's made a lot of artists famous off gangster grills and he's made his you know. It's pretty much made his made him who he is off Gangsta Grills. I think it's something that should be, I think it's something that should be leveraged. I mean, yeah, he could probably say, you know, because he, he's like he said, he calls mixtapes now their street albums, pretty much now. And yeah, that's that's primarily true, because um, they're just, you know, like I said, like they held they're held in high regard because, like example, uh, Future and Drake's "What a Time to Be Alive," you know. That was for me. That was some confusion. Like on, like, was it a mixtape or was it really? What is it? Was it an album? It was a mixtape. It just did. But what happened was, it was for free and for sale. Yeah, and that's just like a chance to rappers coloring. But like, that's on. You can actually get that on like that pill. But then you can also go on iTunes and see it and and get yeah. it. So, so, but then you know, like. Drama would go and get artists like you hadn't heard from in a long time and get them a gangster grill 
and their career shake back. Like he had when it got Buster Rhymes, Buster Rhymes, the Crown Gangster Grill. You know, Tip had a Gangster Grill around the time ATL was coming out. Mm-hmm. Fabulous had three. Um, there is no competition. There is no competition two, and there is no competition three. Um, man, pretty much everybody didn't had a Gangster Grill from the South. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh... Yeah, I think that's something that should be leveraged. I mean, like I said, a lot of these new artists that, you know, is trying to get hot or that, that are kind of lukewarm or just, shoot, we don't know who the hell they are. Um, I think they should try to leverage, you know, the whole Gangsta Grill thing because Gangsta Grills can really, can really be a launching pad for you as far as getting into, you know, just getting on and just getting out there. I mean, I think it's still, for me, I think it's still a relevant thing, even though there hasn't been a lot of them lately. Uh, like I said, the last one I really prominently remember is um, Childish Gambino. And shoot, it didn't even really, when you look at it, it's like you didn't even know it was a Gangster Grill mixtape, but it was. It, but it was, I mean, but drama was all over his, uh, all over the mixtape, so. Um, the, um, the, I know the one, like an interview from a long time ago, um, drama said the Gangster Grill that he wanted to do the most. Like when he first started doing it was Outcast Gangsta Grill. Could you imagine Big Boy under three thousand on the Gangsta Grill, bro? Oh, I know, man. The two, yeah. And when, now that you mention that, the two, the two artists that I would love to see um, in a Gangsta Grill that hasn't had one yet. Um, shoot, I can name probably three. Okay, and they're not even. And the thing is, I'm like Gangsta Grill shouldn't be a subject artist thing. I think it should be just like a. No, just some. It's just no, because fabulous, fabulous have you know three. Right. So I feel like uh, I feel like first off, the number one person I would love to see have a gangster grill, Eminem. I think Eminem should do a to do a should do a him and drama should do a gangster grill. Cause he don't. Cause M don't. I mean, as much as we, you know, hip hop community loves M, he don't do a lot of stuff in the south. And I think that'll be like a really good look for him to kind of like just really pop back out there again. Yeah, I think he should do one. Um, like you said, Outkast should do one. Um, I think Fifty Cent should do one. I think Fifty Cent should do a Gangsta Grill. I'm trying to think, was there ever one? I, shoot, I almost want to. I don't think so. I don't think no. I don't think so. Not that I can recall. I think yeah, I think Fifty should do one. Uh, I think he should do a legend series, like go back and give like all the old rappers, like Scarface, LL Cool J, you know, Master P, you know, all them type cats. Get them gangster grills, you know. I'm pretty sure they can still throw some bars out there. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, yeah. That'll be that. Yeah, that would be cool to see. Like just him to go through, just like a shoot, just playing like a series and just be like. Would it be cool, you know, what he should do? Like, say, for for example, so let's take 2017, for example. He has 12 gangster grills, puts them up online, but not even showing the cover who it is. And he has 12 artists, could be legends, could be brand new, already recorded, and he just he just drops one. Just He don't give up. Every release. month. Every month. He don't give a release date when it's dropping. It just, it just drops. Man, drummer would probably man. He would 
be so uh be the most anticipated DJ dropping mixtapes for the for the entire year. I think that's a good like a good promo to like it just be you just be wondering who is gonna be next. Yep. Or should even, or shoot even give it or shoot better yet even yeah give it a date and just just have re- release that people just be anticipating who the heck it is that he fin- that next the guest next gangster gear that's gonna drop. Right, and you know, even Trey Songz and R. Kelly didn't have Gangsta Grills, you yeah. know. So, you know, they they go for art. You got a couple of R&B artists out there that you can give a Gangsta Grill. I think Bryson Tiller would be a good artist for a Gangsta Grill. Yeah. Um, you know, some of those cats. Yeah, man. Gangsta Grill is always, always good. Um, I'm trying to think who other mixtapes has really always been. Um, the Don Cannon ones have always been up there too. Um, Cannon does a lot of work with the crate now, though. He does he does a lot of the uh, the Church Clothes series. That's what he that's primarily who he's been working with uh, quite heavily lately. Um, those are primarily those are really those are primarily the ones. Those are primarily the ones who um, who really do the most on mixtapes. Him and because I know Don Cannon and Drama, I think, are part of the affiliates. So those are guys are all. Yeah, the uh, affiliates used to be. Because uh, you used to hear the Cannon on yeah. um, the Gangster Grills. So, uh-huh. you know, the affiliates, the Super Friends, all of them, they used to be running together with the uh, mixtape game. Yeah. All right, y'all. So uh, we're going to take a break real quick. Then we're going to get into the. Uh, we're going to get into the 10th, 10th anniversary of Port of Miami. I'll talk about that, and then we're going to get into our new uh, segment called Nerve Flow. We're going to talk about some stuff in that segment uh, once we come back. Uh, but we're going to get into our indie spotlight. Uh, artists we got going on this week is uh, uh, the artist named Young Blaze with the track called Struggle. So we'll be right back. Yo, it's your boy Royalty from the Hip Hop Rejects. For you, the listeners of the Hip Hop Rejects podcast, Loot Crate is offering the opportunity to save 10% on any new subscription at LootCrate.com. In a promo code, Bridge10 for 10% savings. I personally recommend this offer at LootCrate.com to save 10% on any new subscription. Go to TryLootCrate.com forward slash the Hip Hop Rejects. Again, that's trylootcrate.com forward slash the hip hop rejects to save 10% on any new subscription and a promo code bridge10 for 10% savings. I used to watch my mama struggle. At the time, I couldn't help. Lord knows I stayed in trouble. Trying to win it by myself. Yeah, my family had nothing. I had to steal for what I want. Got introduced to hustling. Started selling paper junk. All I wanted was some nice kiss and a fresh fit every holiday. Ice box full of lunch meat. Never once did we eat a subway. Sunday school every Sunday. Every night I had to pray. Stop getting gifts on my birthday. Should have seen a nigga face. I knew the struggle was real then. Probably what made me a real man. Finally found me a real friend. And then a motherfucker killed him. Sent my other nigga to the pen. All he wanted was to get it in. Homie went in in 2004. Then again in 2010. I guess I'm the only one made it out. Can't fuck with you niggas, I waited out. I peeped at the list of the real niggas. All you bitches' name was shaded out. I'm the definition what you hate about. The definition what you ain't about. We struggle, we struggle our whole lives. So none of my brothers go play around. Been living my life in the bubble. 
hustle all day on the muscle. Spend most of my life in a puzzle. No, I have no one to look up to. All of my life in a struggle. 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 Be home with the niggas, stay loyal. Yeah, hate is your biggest promoters. Surrounded by leeches and vultures. You better be one who you close to. All of my life in a struggle. 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 Did so many applications, heard so many allegations. I done heard every lie told. I done ran out of patience. I keep it 101, nigga. Just like the Dalmatians. Feel like the realest nigga in the room. These other niggas' decorations. I don't wave on the dark tent. Got me acting very dark skinned. Once I'm trapping at my own spot. Got evicted out of apartment. Where your friends when your lights off? Who to trust for the right call? The referees is the police. And I can hear them saying play ball. I hit the streets and went A. Wow, am I A to this date? Wait, remember beating on trash cans, but now my beats by Drake. Say, 808's a heartbreak. Lately, I've been feeling like cut. Yeah, I'd probably never be great, but it ain't never too late. I done came a long way, I promise. I done came a long way from drama. I done came a long way from hunger. I done came a long way from nothing. I done tried to help everybody. Everybody screaming, Blaze, he got it. Too many people trying to count my pocket. I admit the young man a problem. Been living my life in a bubble. Hustle all day on the muscle. Spend most of my life in a puzzle. No, I have no one to look up to. All of my life in a struggle. 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 Be home the niggas, stay loyal. Yeah, hate is your biggest promoters. Surrounded by leeches and vultures. You better be one who you close to. All of my life in a struggle. 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 I. Been living my life in a bubble, hustle all day on the muscle. Spend most of my life in a puzzle. No, I have no one to look up to. All of my life in a struggle. 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 Be home the niggas, stay loyal. Yeah, hate is your biggest promoters. Surrounded by leeches and vultures. You better be where you close to. All of my life in a struggle. 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 All right, and we are back. Um, that was Young Blaze with Struggle. Uh, I ended Spotlight Artists for episode 38 of the Hip Hop Rejects. You can uh, catch Young Blaze on Instagram and Twitter at I am Young Blaze. Uh, he's also on SoundCloud at Young Blaze, and that's spelled Y N Y U N G. You also got uh, he's also on Bandcamp at. Uh, I am youngblaze.bandcamp.com so you can catch all any of his uh, previous projects and I know uh, I spoke with him actually briefly uh, so we're working on once he gets ready to launch his uh, new EP that he's working on right now we're gonna get Young Blaze on the Hip Hop Rejects uh, very soon in the near future so um, and then all you other independent artists as you guys may or may not know we have any new listeners listen to us uh, on this episode, uh, hip hop rejects are all about the independent artists. If you feel like, uh, you're trying to just, you know, you're trying to get a buzz or you got somebody, you know, uh, that's an aspiring, uh, hip hop artist just trying to get their, get the music content out there, uh, shoot it over to us at the hip hop rejects at gmail.com. Uh, you can also, uh, send any or link us to any 
of your content through SoundCloud. We're primarily prominently on there with all the episodes, so you can hit us up on there. Um, just make sure you put your artist name, any social media contacts, where we can find other music, where you're from, and stuff like that. Um, and we'll make sure we give you music a listen if we, by chance, pick um, pick your music uh, for the show on Indie Spotlight. We'll shout you out. We'll shoot you an email let you know that we picked you. So, Righteous, righteous. And for all the fellow uh, rejects out there, I know on the previous episode I said I was retired, but I recently been challenged, so I will be dropping a mixtape in the near future. Okay, okay. You know, speaking of speaking of that young man, you know, um, I've been contemplating the same thing myself. Um, not me as far as an artist per se, but um, for those who longtime listeners and of the show know I do produce, have a record label. Um, and so I know when we had um, on the anniversary episode, I was talking about doing like a, just doing a mixtape as far as for something that's for a good cause, like a charity type deal. Um, and it was going to be entitled United We Stand. I'm working on just some beginning stages of um, like cover art and stuff like that um, for for the project. And then it's going to be primarily be more of a charity thing. So it's not going to be something where, you know, somebody nobody's going to make any money off of it or anything like that. There will be, pro, you know, profit from it, but it's all going to go to uh, like a charity of choice. Uh, things like that. So, working on that, uh, plan on collaborating with a bunch of uh, local artists that I that I know personally and that you know that I know from where I'm from. So, uh, we'll give I continue to give you guys update on that and how that project's going. So, something to look forward to yeah. in the future. Basically, and what 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 brought me to this conclusion is I seen a video. If you all been on the Hip Hop Rejects Facebook page. I posted a video um, that Uncle Face, a.k.a. Scarface, you know, he got a problem with the way, with the new hip-hop artists. And, you know, I was talking to a group of cats about that, and they sided with the, the new cats. They thought Uncle Face was just being a hater. And I was just like, and, you know, there's some local cats that rap like that. So I was like, I tell y'all what. Well, I, I can't. I can't really. Well, they they said they could eat me, so <laughs> they was like, uh, so I, so when they said they could eat me, I was like, I tell y'all what, I'll drop a mixtape, y'all drop a mixtape, and we see who do better. So, hip hop rejects, fellow rejects. Once they drop theirs and I drop mine, I'm gonna put them both online, and I'm gonna put up a poll and let you all vote on them. Okay, okay. It's gonna be a it's gonna be some hip hop challenge going on, so uh it's gonna be cool to see. But uh but yeah man, you know, uh keep on the lookout for you know, for Young's uh mixtape dropping. We'll give further details on that and also uh my project as well. Working with a you know, it's gonna be more for me it's gonna mine's gonna be more like a yeah, I'm be more kind of like a DJ Khaled type deal, executive producing like what like was what I've always done. Um, primarily searching for beats and tracks like that from producers and putting those, uh, putting the best of that together, and you know, 
seeking out artists to put on it and, you know, get it all together and put the project together. So, And if there's any um, producers out there and you willing to let us use your, your beats or anything of that nature, you know, just shoot us an email, let us know uh, what's your criteria or whatnot for us to use your beat, and we'll give it a listen. Exactly. Yeah, it was definitely, yeah, definitely part of that project for me is going to really be more on the lines of, like, get with producers, you know, allowing them to, you know, lend their craft and get their get their music out there uh, kind of more of a, like I said, everything as far as with this project is going to be more more of charity-based, you know. There's no no money or anything, no exchange, anything like that. So, uh, like I said, anything, all the proceeds that's going to be made from it, it's going to go to a special cause. Still working on the details on that part, so. Uh, okay. So let's get into the uh, 10th anniversary of Port of Miami. Uh, just passed this week, actually this past Monday. Uh, it's been 10 years since the Port of Miami dropped. Um, it's Rick Ross' debut album. Uh, they're giving, they're going to actually be doing a new Title X concert uh, coming up on the 29th of August on Title. And basically, it's going to be just a celebration of the Port of Miami album. Um, I know for me personally, um, Port of Miami is one of my favorite Rick Ross albums uh, for me personally. Um, what do you think about Port of Miami, yeah? Uh, I don't really just roll and rock with Ross like that. I listen to him every once in a while. But I, I really won not a Ross fan. I mean, hustling was pretty straight, but I got so tired of hearing it. I just like it would come on the radio and I would change the station. Like, yeah, hustling was everywhere. I mean, hustling was everywhere uh, quite a bit. I can't say that much. Um, but now I had a lot of. I mean, because for me, I'm like as far as me personally, as far as in relation to music, I'm a really big. Uh, really big producer head when it comes to just music in general. And I uh, saw so a lot of artists, I so saw a lot of, you know, a lot of his tracks on his, on his album were produced by a lot of some of my favorite, favorite producers like J.R. Rodham was like very big in the mid, mid two thousands. Uh, yeah. Cool and Dre, uh, shoot the runners was like, man, uh, yeah. DJ Tom, DJ Tom does a lot of, uh, T.I. A lot, a lot of T.I.'s uh, produced. DJ Toon. Yeah, DJ Toon, my bad. Sorry for the pronunciation on that. Uh, but yeah, he does a lot of T.I. stuff. He's, shoot, he's a freaking grand hustler DJ for the most part. Uh, yeah, like, him and Drama just pretty much, like, when Tip outsourced the beat, it's just because he's trying to be, you know, trying to connect with other people. But yeah. for the most part, Drama and Toon, handle all his beats yeah yeah uh let's see what else man um but yeah no for me the port of miami one of my the best rick ross albums for me um out of his body of work about all his albums that would be up there is that would be my number one uh album from rick ross's port of miami it's just you know it's what i felt you know i was at the time during like 2006 man i was on a miami vibe anyway you know, listen to a lot of uh, up and coming my uh, Florida and Miami artists myself. So, but now 
Yeah, Push It was another another big record off of uh, Port of Miami. That was was one of my favorite. Uh, shoot, what else was off there? You got Blow, which was produced by Cool and Dre. That was another one. It was just, you know, it really just spoke to the Miami lifestyle uh, for the most part, uh, coming from Rick Ross and everything. But yeah. overall, great album. Shoot, Hustle, uh, Hustle and Remix with Jay Z and uh, Jay Z and Young Jeezy was a good one off of that too. So a lot of a lot of good lot of good records, especially for me. That that album for me is um, for the most part. I can listen to Port of Miami front to back, not skip not one song whatsoever. So one of my favorite. I know Double XL gave it a four out of five stars. Uh, which is an XL from their uh, from their standpoint. Uh, Rolling Stone, it was like a, a three out of five, and let's see who else had a uh, hip hop DX. Also, it was like a three and a half out of five. So, very well regarded album uh, from Rick Ross, and one that, like I said, I could think it for him is probably a, a classic for the most part. Out of all of his, I don't, like I said, out of all of his. Bodies of work. I think probably next about that probably for me will probably be deeper than rap because I listen. I listen to that as well. So, but yeah, make sure you guys catch and check out the uh, the Title X concert. Really wish that you know all these anniversary concerts could be on another platform that's it's not behind a paywall, but you know that's just the way it is. It would be cool to see that type of stuff on like Revolt TV or something like that. Uh, yeah, because uh, wasn't Louisiana. Um, yeah. title. Yeah, on yeah, Louisiana Fest last year was on was on title last year. So no, nah, it'd be cool. It would be cool to see it on like another platform or just as artists instead of. I mean, I know the idea of Title X is a title idea, but you know all these anniversary concerts. I wish they could just be on a music channel. I mean, we don't get a thing is like we don't get enough TV TV artist concerts anymore. Um, it, the, the artist would have to have a really, really big tour, or you know, just show up on HBO or something like that. Yeah, because the last one I saw was um, J Cole's. Yeah, so, so yeah, we don't get we don't get a lot of those. I think that's a I think that's the kind of thing that the, I think artists need to get back into because that's that was always a big thing. Just coming up in music, you would always see, you know, they pick a network or a network, uh, yeah. and they'll get on a network and they'll do like a special. Like it's a concert special for that particular artist. If an artist had a big tour or anything like that, I think that's like a lost, kind of like a lost art in mm-hmm. in the realm of music right by now. Yeah, man. Because like one of the things I used to look forward to from certain artists was their MTV Unplugged. Yeah, and I heard that. I mean, I've been hearing rumors. I know they said they're supposed to bring it back on a um, on an MTV like a MTV like uh, they bring back a kind of like another version of MTV where they're going to show a lot of the old MTV content because there's a demand for it. And the thing is, oh man, the funny thing about that is that that speaks volumes to what we always speak to when it comes to, you know, how music is and how people try to proclaim that, like you were saying earlier, about a lot of the new cats that's getting into the game and they feel like, the you know, people that are the old heads and they talk about how Oh, hip hop is so much better and stuff like that. But that's a testament to that because, like, MTV is bringing back the old stuff because people want it. Or another good example um, from shoot from a childhood standpoint, man, um, Nickelodeon brought back the old, you know, Ren and Stimpy, 
Doug and Rugrats uh, in a special time slot every single night because the other parts of like the, a lot of the new shows and new cartoons they were coming out with had very very low ratings. And so, they, yeah. and so and so they brought all that stuff back, and people watch the shoot. I know I watch it on a regular basis, honestly, because it's just you know it's just nostalgia, you know, to watch that type of stuff from you know from when I was growing up. Right, and I put my niece. My niece is six, so like this show was canceled. These shows were canceled, um, like before she was born. But I put her on shows like, um, Hey Arnold, you know, um. Uh, Rocco's Modern Life, Rugrats, Our Real Monsters, and she loved these shows. Like, you know, she gets on YouTube and pull the shows up, and <laughs> she she'll sit there all day and watch those shows. So, I mean, like you said, that's just a testament to you know the past, man. Because you know everything was original back then. You know they only trying to make copies now, and then you know stuff that is new. It's so watered down and unoriginal that, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's very true, man. There's a lot of stuff that's not very original. Shoot. And like, like you were saying, man, like, shoot, even I set my son down on, like, you know, Hulu and Netflix and all the different services we got because it has a lot of the old content. Man, my son set up and watched, like, a like a ton of episodes of Animaniacs, and I grew up on this as a kid. And yeah. that's, on like, that's on, like, Hulu. And uh, I done got my son into... I've got my son into um, even Garfield, which is just it's a new, it's a Netflix original version of it, but it's still, you know, it's still Garfield. The characters still look like, you know, what we grew up on, just you know, reanimated or whatever. But yeah, he he loves Garfield, loves shoot, he even found Inspector Gadget for some reason, and he's been watching that like, quite a bit. So, you know, I like a lot of the old stuff. Like if I'm watching, if I'm flipping the channel. And I see the Looney Tunes mm-hmm. or Tom and Jerry or something. I'm stopping right there. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. I'm like, it's just like, it's just, it just brings, like, it honestly, just, it's nostalgic. It brings a smile to your face. Like, oh, man, I remember that. You know, I remember that episode. And shoot, even if it's, you know, even if it's reanimated, redone, a lot of the, you know, the storylines as far as, like, what we grew up on is basically just, they're reintroducing it to a whole newer generation. So, right. So, let you know. Yeah. So very very cool, very very cool to see that type of stuff. Uh, I guess we just go ahead and just say we, you know, we're in the nerve flow, uh, nerve flow segment, uh, which we just recently started on the previous episode thirty-seven. Uh, just to give you guys a good idea, if you guys missed the last episode of Hip Hop Rejects, uh, we have a new segment called Nerve Flow. Nerve Flow is still this is still a hip hop based uh, podcast that we primarily talk about hip hop. Uh, but reason why we call it Nerve Flow because I mean, uh, hip hop heads just like. Young and myself, uh, we are fans of video games, movies, superhero TV shows, stuff like that. And we feel like, you know, that's another common interest that we do have uh, with this podcast. So we feel like, you know, you know, we do a segment to talk about it. Because, you know, and from time to time, with the show, we want to make sure we give you guys a full show and keep you guys entertained for, you know, for the time that you guys are listening to us. And so we just felt like this is just another extension especially when it's a slow hip-hop week it gives us you know makes the podcast more media and you know other things you guys listen to that you probably may care about as well so um but let's get into nerve flow so uh so this week um no man's sky dropped on ps4 pc version just dropped today um you know me personally honestly uh when i heard about the game it was you know very unique concept for what it was and for what the game was trying to achieve and things like that um, 
good friend of ours uh, hit me up this past Tuesday asked me was I picking it up. And I wasn't really, you know, honestly, I kind of like, I was kind of like, okay, I'm just, I was just going to watch and see, you know, because there was so much hype behind the game and, you know, like people were, man, people were like getting highly upset because the game got delayed several times and people were like, it got to the point like people were making death threats to the game developer because they wanted this game to come out so bad. And so now that it finally dropped, you know, it's been a lot of been a lot of coverage on it. Um, it's a very unique game in itself. It's basically like more of a it's space exploration for the most part is what it is. You collect resources. Um, you can go out. Uh, it's space exploration. You can is basically how they've how it's been marketed is that it's over a quintillion uh different type of planets you can you can discover and explore and they basically said that no player will discover the same planet they say it's possible but that but that percentage of that somebody will discover the same planet or show up on the same planet at the same time is very very low especially when they say quintillion that's quite a bit of uh quite a bit of different planets so yeah, um, I won't be picking that up um, because the next video game that I will be purchasing is Madden. I'm sorry, Madden supersedes everything else. Yeah, man, you should be. Yeah. When, when does Madden drop this month? Is it like at the end of the month, like it's always been for the past couple of years? Because you know, they don't, they don't, uh, I'm starting to notice that man, they don't even market Madden no more. They just know the boys that like, man, they watch it. They watch when it come out. They don't even put no effort into promoting it anymore. Yeah, man. Madden should be dropping like that's towards the end of this month, if I'm not mistaken. The and then, yeah, um, Madden, and then, I mean, after that, it's whatever, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing. Around this time of the year, every year, nothing gets bought before Madden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true for it's just true for a lot of for a lot of uh sports here that that, that play. Uh yeah man, you should get up on the um when on the uh launch day, man, you should jump up on the uh Regis gaming channel and um uh, stream some Madden for for day one when it drops. Yeah, I may do that, but you know, I gotta get in the groove. I can't get up on Madden and then, you know, be catching L's and broadcasting that. I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> They got they got a new game in they got they they got some new stuff going on in it so I got to get adjusted first then I'll broadcast. Yeah, man, I haven't heard. Yeah, I hadn't even heard a lot about as far as features. Even when E three rolled around, I didn't hear a lot of. Uh, I really didn't hear too much, you know, about it. I kind of missed part of the EA conference during E three, but I didn't hear really a whole lot about. Didn't really hear a whole lot about man. I know me personally. Uh, next month I'll be. Deep into Destiny for those who are who are listeners to the Hip Hop Reject uh, Destiny fans, uh, you guys can hit me up on PS4 or Xbox One. I'm just starting new characters on Xbox One. Got I've been day one player of Destiny Rise of Iron, getting ready to drop on uh, September 20th. So I would definitely be all over there when that drops. Um, then we got uh, the Rogue One, uh, Rogue One, uh, Star Wars Rogue One uh, trailer number two dropped. Uh, this week during the Olympics, um, I took a while. I took at least I actually watched that um, earlier today. Um, I know they were saying with that. Uh, I know you know you're a Star Wars head. You know I'm, I, I dib and dab into Star Wars myself as well. Um, they say it doesn't take take place anywhere in this timeline, but at the end of the trailer, I see Darth Vader. Yeah, see what it is. It's um 
it's not taking place in the episode seven, eight, and nine timeline. Okay. This is a this this shows the beginning of the rebellion. Okay. So it's it's actually between episode three and episode four. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I saw Vader. I saw the Death Star. I mean, the Death Star still standing, so I know it's somewhere, somewhere up in there. So yeah, this showing is just the first Rebels. Like you know, Luke and Layla still kids during this time. Okay, okay, yeah, it looks pretty. It looks pretty interesting. I want, I want to definitely check that out. Uh, then we got um, a lot of there's a lot of news came out about a lot of the CWDC shows. Man, you know what I mean? You got to get on some of these shows, man. You got to get on to uh, Flash and Arrow, man. There's still time to catch up. I mean, even though Arrow's like only in season five, you know, but yeah, that's a lot of binge watching. Hey man, you can do it too. That's a that's a whole weekend, you know, just straight watches all straight through. Man, you won't believe me. Like you come look here, you would not be disappointed with Arrow, uh, dude. Do you know what season it is? Yeah, it's about to start season five, so you just need no, to watch up to season dude, four. No, dude, it is football season. I know it's football season, but football don't start to like. Shoot, what is it? September in August? No, football has started. It's yeah, preseason. Pre- preseason. The wins don't matter in preseason. It's still football, dog. No, it's preseason. Them wins don't matter. That don't matter to the record. Look, it is when I say football season, you got the NFL and you got college football going on right now. Man, boys I'm ain't even started. The, I'm I'm like, boys ain't even started college yet, man. Come on now. Bruh, football starts in August. <laughs> I mean, so I'm, my I'm, Saturdays, my Thursdays, Saturdays, Sundays, and Mondays are jam packed. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's still preseason. You still got time. You can watch this week. And if I and if our high school was any good, I would be there on the Friday nights. But they haven't been good since we left. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about that. Uh, but yeah, but back on the CW shows, we got a uh, well Flash. They debuted some new villains for the Flash. Uh, they got a change coming up for Arrow, which uh, for those of, of fans of the Arrow series like I am, uh, there won't be any flashbacks going on. Really, flashbacks going on this season. Um, so it'll be primarily straight to the point. Won't be anything that's relevant to what's going on in the, in the present day. So, I mean, that's kind of. I mean, I, I mean, a lot of. Uh, those who watched that, we was wondering how Bond was going to continue with the flashbacks uh, and Arrow, so that's going to be a change of pace in the show. Um, other thing with Constantine, we all know Constantine was part of NBC. Uh, Constantine showed up on one episode of the Arrow, which kind of led us to believe that there's a possibility that the show might get picked up by CW since they have a freaking full cast of DC shows now. They They've switched Supergirl from CBS over to CW. So pretty much Monday through Thursday is pretty much all of DC. So it's a different show every single week. Supergirl is going to be on Monday. Tuesday is going to be The Flash. Um, let's see. Wednesday is Arrow. Thursday is uh, uh, Legends of uh, DC Legends of Tomorrow, which is actually just introduced for those who um, saw the last episode, which was like months ago. But... Uh, they'll be introducing the Justice Society on that show uh, going into that. And so, shoot, got Friday wide open, right over for Constantine, man. So, yeah. hopefully they'll um, be picking that up. Okay, so, and for my other topic, my anime heads out there. Yo, they've gotten back into the main story now of uh, Naruto shipping in there, no fillers. And... 
with Dragon Ball Super. It looks like Gohan and Trunks are Vegeta and Goku are about to try and Gohan and Trunks and try to get them to become Super Saiyan God Super Saiyans. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, so I heard about I was reading about that one Sunday, uh, about the whole I was reading just kinda understand the whole super the whole super, you know, the new version of that. Um, where does that come on at? Do I need to just like be online and try to find it? Gogoanime.io Okay, you gotta send me a link to that. I gotta I think I'm about to binge watch for the weekend. I ain't got I ain't got too much going on, so I'm gonna have to check that out. Um but alright, man. Um I think we're getting ready to uh, end the show uh, in episode 38. Um, good show. Good show. Good show for the most part. Um, just make sure you guys um, hit us up on Reject Gaming Channel. We're still working on the, the logistical part of getting all this up and going and running. Uh, but make sure if you guys are on Twitch, make sure you go ahead and uh, save and like. Uh, that way when we do go live, you guys will know it. Um Make sure you guys check out the official Hip Hop Rejects website at thehiphoprejects.wix.com forward slash the Hip Hop Rejects. Still working on the official URL uh, with you guys' donations um, through PayPal. That would make that process go a whole lot faster for us and, and get that uh, running uh, full and official. Uh, you guys can pretty much catch us on any platform that uh, that has podcasts from SoundCloud, iTunes, Sprinker, TuneIn Radio, Player FM. Google Play Music, um, any of those platforms you can find. Just Google us, man. We, we're everywhere. Uh, let's pretty, listen, pretty much listen to any on any uh, platform that, that holds a podcast. Uh, make sure you guys uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Hip Hop Rejects Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And you can find me at, on Instagram at I am Royalty of the Rejects. And Young, they can catch you where, man, on Instagram? Uh, young, fly, then the wrist. All right, and then you can also contact us with any any questions or anything of the sorts. Uh, all your any spotlight submissions can go to at the hip hop rejects at gmail dot com, and I think we are done. Um, before we leave, I want to send a shout out to two special young African American women and their performance in the Olympics. That's Simone Manuel and Simone Biles. They have made history. So, you know, show them young ladies some love and we out. We out, man.